0: time to gather together. Either I'm Yelton, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 204. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Moogle Treasure Trove The Hunt for Law commences May 18th. Ten things we learned from the creation of Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Square Enix expects higher year profits thanks to Final Fantasy XIV and more despite the Final Fantasy VII remake delay. We'll take some shots with a look at some novice network shenanigans, and we'll be guesting on State of the Realm on May twenty sixth. Yay! All right, but first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hi, Ruby.
1: Hi, Yelta. How are you?
0: I am excellent. How are you?
1: It's tough out here to be a news show when there's not a lot of news happening right now. We're making it work. We're gonna we're gonna put some stuff together. We, there was a few things out there, and so we'll we've got some. Pretty okay news that we can share. We'll talk about tomes and all that other good stuff today. <laughs> but for me, uh, I got – I don't think I talked about this the last time. You'll have to stop me if I did already because it's been a minute. But I got barred to 80. I was doing um, some of the uh, – what, what's it called? The, the pixie tribe stuff. And, and Oh, yeah. I was i was waiting for Cinna to get to a spot in the story that I could help her with the, some things and then – Ended up – she blew past me and I, I didn't get to help her. <laughs> Isn't that her always I the way? <laughs> yeah. It just kind of – she just kind of took off and so I was like, OK. So uh, while she was working on trying to get uh, into the 79 dungeon, I was working on my uh, 79 bard and got it completed. Uh, so that's great. Uh, then nice. I started thinking like, oh, I'm going to have to go get a weapon or whatever and then realized how easy it is to go get a relic. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much good to go on bard other than, you know, I'm probably a shit bard, so you really don't (laughs) want me in anything, but, uh, it's fun. And I know people are probably thinking, why did you level bard first of all the others? But I like the aesthetic, you know, it's not like a meta thing for me. You're again, you're not going to pull me in probably for some sort of savage content on arranged. It's just not going to happen for me because I'm not really good at them, but. Um, I enjoy Bard's look and I like the songs and all that. And so, you know, Bard's one of those two kind of like Summoner that like, although I think Bard gets a worse rap, it, it, it has like good times and then it has bad times. And it's got good times, bad times. And what I mean is there's longer droughts, I think on Bard than there were for Summoner. They, they try to fix Summoner really quick. You know, you have to go through that first part of a new expansion and it's really terrible like 4.0 and 5.0 but then they kind of come to their senses and try to fix it for you in the the point one or 2. Um, but now uh, Bard I, I, I know that you've got now your buffs back like you can help the party again but I still see those threads about range getting the short end of the stick. So anyway I like Bard. I think it's a cool looking class and uh, I have fun with it in PvP. I talked quite a bit about that. I I really enjoy rooting people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I need to get my ass in some PvP because you know Rival Wings is back because everybody's doing the uh, the Moogle Tome the Trove stuff. So I want to get my ass back in um, in some PvP and do the Rival Wings. I just never got a good dose of it and understood it. You know, We did it a couple of times, Yelta, and I just really never felt it. And I went through and I read some threads about it today. There's in fact a Discord that I, I was taking a look at. And uh, they run stuff and they, they give each other hints and tips. And um, I was trying to look at some of the stuff. And I probably just need to watch a, a good video on it from somebody who really knows. But uh, they, the, what I got into it with is somebody was uh, posting clown music. And they were saying, this is what I listen to when um, the Moogle treasure trove comes out and I'm doing rival wings because it's just a clusterfuck. Nobody knows <laughs> what's going on. The robots are all crazy. People are either stealing your robots or they're not getting in the robots. And, um, you know, it's, it's it's a train wreck. And that's just where I need to be where the train it's just, wrecks. It's just in the
0: absolute fucking chaos.
1: Because I have no idea let let me throw your game for you oh, involve no. Rubicon Vale let me feed for you and your team. I'm terrible but I don't know it could be fun to do so maybe I'll get a maybe I get another job up doing uh doing some rival wings so that's a cool thing um anyway Cina got through a lot of the content but I don't think she got through enough that uh she could finish before the um that little eight day trial mm-hmm. thing ran out so. We gotta get her a sub so we can get everything fish. I was like, You just got to the spot that the story just goes so amazing. Like <laughs> any anything once you step into that seventy nine dungeon and move forward, you you're just hitting mm-hmm. key Shadowbringers content right here. The lore is just gonna slap you right in the face. And it's it's just that, that slog to me. The story's great, but there's just that slog where you're trying to build the giant robot. I, I, it's just a slump for me. The the arm the, armorang and, and minfilia starts to get to that low point and then you, you're you like, oh, shit. I mean it's nice to see Ranjit and, and all that stuff. But then, then I'm just like, oh, I got to build this robot. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Yelled well, I then after maybe... that,
0: you have to fix the elevator. So, yeah. Yeah, I it's know what you just
1: – I don't know. The repair work is just like – I don't know. I don't feel it. But once you hit – once you hit – uh, Botry's Lair it's, it's, it's good shit from there on out so we gotta we got to get her through it it's gonna be a good time uh, and that's really it for 14 that is really all I've done for 14 uh, I had a birthday Yelta was kind enough to get me a birthday gift thank you Yelta uh, she got me uh, Thimbleweed Park on uh, Steam which is a point and click adventure made by, uh, correct me if I'm wrong Ron, Ron Gilbert of uh, C- Secret of Monkey Island fame And uh, it's that it's that scum VM style point and click, uh, you know, open door, give cheese to rat, use rubber chicken pulley to cross the ravine, that kind of shit. And I love it. I love those type (laughs) of games. It's my bread and butter. It takes me back to being 13 years old, playing King's Quest six and looking for my looking for my magic map so I could get through the Isle of the Crown. It's just like it's just good shit. I just – I really love it and um, thank you, Yelta. I really appreciate you giving Yo, me that. You're so,
0: welcome. I, pl- I played it and I thought you'd like it. So
1: A plug for Thimbleweed Park if you're looking for something to do and you're into uh, point-and-click adventures. It's uh, it's a really fun ride with a lot of a lot of neat jokes and what I really like about it is um, – maybe some other point-and-click adventures have done this. I, I, I don't know. Um, maybe some of the ones in the later 90s and early 2000s when I was just kind of like – kind of moving away from that. But – uh this game has this ability to switch between characters. You, there's a couple of detectives and then you start adding a cast of characters as you go. And it's got this really neat feature that once you get to a certain part of the story, you can start moving between those characters and unlocking doors you couldn't with a different one or finding items and leaving it somewhere else. And you start making those connections. It's not just – Hey, I got here and I have this candlestick and this match, and I'm looking for an oil can. And I know there's got to be something to get me through this door. And you're just kind of stuck within this, you know, five frames of something. Where do I go? But you got this other world. Every time you click another character, that you're now behind the door you're trying to get to, and you can see those items that you wanted. It's kind of got that maniac mansion thing, but instead of mm-hmm. every starting at the same spot, you've you've got uh, different uh, spheres of influence and. It's just it's got some neat features to it. It's got that old music. I told Yelta I had to turn the voices off because it just was jarring to me. It wasn't so much the voice acting as it was that I got to take it back to like '97, man. I gotta like I, I can't have speech coming through this thing unless it's like some very important cutscene or something. You know, it, it's got to be it's got to be text only, and I got to be just hearing those uh, those chip tunes or that MIDI music. <laughs> Go in the background. I'm showing my age, but that's the stuff that I I adore. So again, thank you, Yelta. That's been fun. Been playing a lot of that. And then, of course, Animal Crossing is still a thing. Uh, I didn't even buy turnips this week. I'm trying to get out of the turnip game for just a minute. I don't really want to get burnt out so much. I'm seeing so many people starting that AC burnout. I've seen it. I'm seeing it. I'm tearing down my island. Time to start over. I'm like, oh man, it's only been a couple of months. You know, COVID. COVID starts. People start saying, oh, it's open. Everything's opening up. COVID's going away. All that now. Animal Crossing ain't good enough for you anymore. I'm being facetious, <laughs> of course. But uh, we took the slow method. I haven't duped one item. I think I did though on accident one time. I put a like a wooden dresser in a corner and it didn't fit and I walked away and came back and I was like, why do I still have one in my inventory and there's one on the ground? But um, it, then we, we didn't get into that and we didn't get into any of the time travel and you can do what you want. It's your game you can do what you want but I'm not burnt out yet we're still trying to grow some stuff we're still trying to organize our island and uh, getting some new um, villagers that we like starting to refresh those old ones out that we start going oh they're kind of ugly I need some uh, I need some good looking villagers now we got Cole a black bunny yeah uh, she's adorable or he's adorable I don't know they they're, they're adorable and um, I, I just got some some good ones but my big thing On Animal Crossing is I got a blue rose. I finally fucking grew a (laughs) blue rose. I've been trying to do this forever. And my wife has kept telling me, stop moving your flowers. You keep moving your flowers and it's screwing everything up. Well, I'm not happy. I want to move the different arrangement. I want to move it to a different spot. And I didn't like the way I had my, my yard. So I wanted to do something else. And I'm sure that was a factor, but I didn't want to admit to her that she was right. But I'm sure there was a factor involved with me moving the flowers. However, I, I was I, – I had to finally like go that route with like the seeds and grow the purples and all that. And I started doing all those steps to like – if I spawn a purple with an orange and get a white and I can test against a yellow and I can do all this. And then I just had a bunch of oranges that were around and I watered those and then a blue showed up. And I was like, well, fuck all this other stuff. I'm not going through all these steps. So now I just got a ton of purples and one blue. And I got to stop watering my purple so my blue can do my duplicate. I love that you can dupe these flowers. And then once I get two, I'll go for four. Mm-hmm. And once I get four, I'll get eight. And then I got some ideas of like doing some shapes with the flowers and stuff. Our, our free company member and friend, uh, Raven, came to my island and was like, did you do the shape of Texas and yellow roses on by your campsite? <laughs> yes. And I was like, Sure. And so it's like now I want to do the state of Texas in like yellow and blue roses or something in the. So I, I got some ideas, but like I said, we're we're still going. We still got stuff that we want to do in it. We're not we're not really burned out. And, um, I think that's the uh, that's the approach we would take about things. With we we keep talking about this week after week, but just uh, going through that backlog. I beat Dragon Quest eleven weeks back, and um, I'm, I'm working on Cuphead again, and there's there's some other games that I'm just starting to tackle. I know I added thimbleweed park to my repertoire but you know i'll finish that shortly i i was talking last time you know about i can't play the same genre right i can't go i can't go to dragon quest builders because i'm playing animal crossing Mm -hmm. and i can't go play like some major jrpg because i just got finished with dragon quest and I, i gotta have a cooldown period so it's like i'm either stuck to a platformer or I'm stuck to something else, and lo and behold, I did not think of point and click adventure, Jelta. I was not putting that in my category of like, here's another genre. You know, I was thinking like maybe a puzzle game, maybe a platformer, but point and <laughs> click was off my radar. So that that filled that need that I didn't I didn't even know I had. So that was good. Um, and the last thing I did because uh, we talked about this in the on the menu tonight, and I'm super excited. Uh, for this, and we'll pitch it again before the end. But I watched some State of the Realm because we're going to be on State of the Realm next week on May 26th. That's on a Tuesday. Um, I think it's around like four o'clock PDT, but we'll get the times right. Um, check check your check your local TV guide and see when that comes on, and uh, uh, and get tuned into that. But. That's on Mr. Happy's channel on Twitch. We're super excited about that. So I was watching uh, She Heals I Tank, the shit podcast, and you got to listen to them too and watch them on Twitch if you don't. They're they're fantastic. And they were having a good old time, and, and I'm just excited to uh, uh, to get to talk about uh, Gather Together. Um, Yelta and I have a long history. We, we've done a lot of stuff together. We've played together for a very long time. We've got a long history of podcasting, and I think it would be fun to uh, – to talk about like our origin story and how our free company came together and, you know, why why we're always joking about tits and, <laughs> that, you know, everything's boob related, everything's <laughs> boob related and, you know. I, I, I'm excited. I, I like where we are and I like what we do and, and uh, I, I'm glad that we get to talk about it with uh, other people in the community and hopefully I'm I'm more sober than I was the last time I did anything with Happy and Sly because we were just
0: <laughs> you were three sheets mind. to oh, the
1: wind oh. the last time I worked with them at uh, the uh, Limit Break Radio farewell party in Las Vegas Um it's uh, it, it's going to be good to do it with, uh, with a uh, good good vision and um, you know, a tongue that won't just be drooling and slurring everywhere. I don't know, Yelta. <laughs> I am going to bust the vodka out though. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I'm going to have
0: I gotta, an adult drink that shouldn't. I, I got to have a beverage. Got
1: to have a beverage. <laughs> so it's going to be a good time. So anyway, that's that's what I've been up to lately. Yelta, take it away. What you've been doing.
0: I've actually been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. I have, uh, as I've talked before, I got all 80s on Yelta. so I've got this uh, Legacy 1.0 alt that I like played to level five or something back in the day. And I'm like, well, I'll just let's just see what, let's just use her. So I'm like, well, let's just go through the storyline again. I kind of wish I had waited till they did the tightening up of everything. But in another way, I'm kind of glad that I didn't because I already had leveled jobs when A Realm Reborn came out, so I never had the new player experience as it is now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. So uh, on my alt, I got to 80. Uh, she's a monk. I got to 80. I got through 5.0, and I'm in 5.1 now, wow. and I'm having a really good time. Uh, got sidetracked a couple times. to do a little gathering or do a little crap. You know, I... I'm not really going to do everything on her, but you know, sometimes you just need a break. Mm-hmm. And uh, I joined the first free company that sent me a whisper, and uh, I've been playing. There's a lot of a lot of new people in there. <laughs> it's kind of funny, uh, but it's fun. It's fun and it's interesting, and it is it. It's just really fun playing that storyline through again too. I think I actually liked. Stormblood better the second time. And I'm not sure why it, it, it's still not my favorite portion of the game, but, um, I I think I might've liked it better the second time through. So yeah, I think it was Monday, Sunday night or Monday night. I can't remember when I tweeted, I was doing the, the, the level 79 dungeon, you know, and, and, and doing the, the end stuff and hit 80. And then like the next night you're doing that, that first you know, you do that whole zone in one night and, and, and finish up Hades. Yeah, you know, it's it was fun. It was a good time. It's cool. So yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun playing that and just, just kinda of just talking with some different people and hanging out. And I did a little bit of uh getting on. I I know I know I could earn everything else or already have it for the Moogle event. But I have logged in and done a couple of roulettes and, and then I noticed tonight that I I'm, I'm many, many mentor roulettes away from that mount. You have to do like 2000 mentor roulettes and I'm at like 140 or something. Oh, wow. So I'm wow. like, maybe I should start doing a couple mentor roulettes. Man, you get a lot of just burning dumpster fires that are 29 minutes in. Hmm. But they've been actually pretty good. So tonight I got into one and I got, what's the one where Diablos is at the end and Dapper keep? No. Uh, Oh, there is one
1: like that, yeah. City,
0: is it Lost Lost City City? or something? Yeah, so anyway, they had wiped at the boss at the end. Uh, The healer was gone, and one of the DPS was gone. So I was a replacement for the healer, and then another DPS popped in right after me. The first thing was, they're like, we have to do the doors. And I'm like, guys, we don't have to do the doors. They're like, our DPS isn't high enough. And then somebody's like, well, let's try it once without doing the doors. Because I'm like... I'm like, it's not really a DPS problem. It's really a healer problem. Right. Because the first time I ran that dungeon, that week it came out, I did not do the doors. Mm-hmm. We, I just healed through it. So we we just one-shot it, just murdered it to death. And uh, it was it was kind of fun because it was like, you know, somebody's first time, of course, or whatever. And then the next dungeon I did, I did a mental roulette and got the well, Micaiah's or whatever's well. Okay, yeah. Uh, first time tank through there, he got the uh, achievement at the end, this fucking, I don't know if it was a red mage, the red mage is like running ahead and pulling stuff. And I'm like, settle down, dude. I would like just to hit a regen on him. And if he didn't drop his hate, he could die. And then we get to the end and it wasn't even really taking that long. Right. If he had done big pulls, it might've taken three minutes faster. Mm -hmm. So we get to the end, kill the boss. And the red mage is like, fucking let me out of here, Jesus Christ. And then leaves. It's like, holy shit, settle down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you in such a goddamn hurry for? Could have left.
1: I, I mean, take your penalty. Yeah, he could have
0: left. He could have left. You know, chill or out. Or to be kicked or whatever. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't want to, again, I keep saying, I don't really want to RP walk on against my will through a dungeon. But at the right. same time, if you're going to do, you know, one or two packs at a time or or, you know. I I actually did a wall-to-wall run on my alt today. I can't remember what it was. But we're on, like, the last two-pack pull. And the tank's like, healer, if you're having trouble, just let me know. And I'm like, no, we're good. But it's like, you could ask that at first. Because it was hard. All <laughs> I could do is heal his ass. That's all yeah. I could do. Yeah. yeah you know, which is fine. Whatever. We got through it. Again, very you know, run it, running and drive people. They play it really aggressively, and at the end of the day, they probably save two whole minutes. And I'm like, two whole minutes, even twice a night, is you saved how many tiny minutes a year? Just calm the yeah, fuck out. Well, but down. it's
1: suboptimal, Yalta. You know, I you, so, you know, I
0: don't know. There's got to be a happy medium there somewhere between. You know, no, 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 not
1: for these hardcore casuals. Yeah. There is God. no happy. It's such meeting. a
0: goddamn hurry. Yeah. I don't
1: even think. I don't think an ultimate raider would act that way. <laughs> it's just these. It's these wannabe meta reading wannabe elitists that uh, that you know. It's 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 a terrible. It's a terrible thing to have to deal with that when you're just trying to do your best in mm-hmm. something. You know, and and for what? For for like you're saying, two to three minutes. More of time. It's not like somebody somebody uh, wiped, and it's not like somebody's RP walking, or you have a macro that's fourteen sentences long, trying to raise or use some kind of tank ability. I I don't know it, this game. It, it's all all walks of life play this game. You have to have a little tolerance. I just I don't know why people have to show their ass. I wish I wish the red beige would have backflipped off a cliff or something. <laughs>
0: Like I said, I you know if that if that if that take wanted to pull wall to wall we did just fine. I wasn't bothered by it, but it just kind of tickled me. And it's like the second to the last pack or something. He's like, "Heels, <laughs> if you're having trouble keeping up, just say something." And it's like, we have the boss to finish yet. That was about it.
1: Uh, Sina had a similar experience. She was playing a scholar, and she uh, was running. I think it was. Like uh, Malika's well, or whatever that one is, and uh, it was something like it was her second time through playing, and she understood what to do. Uh, the tank was doing big pulls, and it it worked out fine. There was a point where I think it was like you know three lust like boom, 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 to keep keep him going, and it worked out. And then something, one of them said like on near the last pull or something like, "Hey, scholar, you could you could use." Um, you could use uh, what's the one where you put the the bubble on the ground to protect everybody on Scholar Sacred um, Soil. Sacred Soil. You could use Is Sacred, sacred soil, soil up here. She's like, I have to be in combat to pull an Aether Flow stack. What do you? Ta- I don't. I'm not. You know, I didn't have a charge up for this. And he's like, Oh, okay. It's like you you, you want to give a tip, like at the last three pulls <laughs> of a dungeon. You've already been through two bosses. The tank hasn't died one time. And now this is your moment to feel like you're gonna give tips on how to be a better scholar. I don't I don't really understand that. But she took it in stride and said, Hey, I don't I don't have any Aetherflow stacks, you know, and that was mm-hmm. kind of left it at that and nothing else was said and they they finished up or went on. So I don't know, man. It's people are people. I, I guess people just <laughs> think they need to give some sort of word or something. At mm-hmm. least this person was somewhat more constructive. It wasn't, Hey Dingus, why don't you try mm-hmm. Uh, sacred soil every now and again you know <clears throat> would it kill ah. you
0: to use sacred soil? yeah see that's kind of the difference it's not well, that hard I, it's not that hard i had i did have a run where just as we all zoned in and the little circle went away it was a couple and they just explained their te- one was teaching the other how to scholar and i'm like cool we we run it as fast or as slow yeah. as we need then i and if i didn't like it i could go away you know and it's just you know whatever i don't know. I play it because I enjoy it, not because I'm just trying to get it over with, I guess. I don't know. What else did I. I, th- I think I bought turnips this week. Good for you. Um, I don't think I found a good price. I don't remember now. I haven't logged in probably since then, though. I, I still like Animal Crossing, it's just. I don't know, I'm not massively killing myself in it. I think I was playing something on Steam, but I couldn't tell you what it was. Hmm. Nothing. Paying a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> And doing work from home. So I'm finding that it's, I, I tend to like, like stay around. I, I have like a 7:30 in the morning meeting hmm. and then like I go do stuff and then I come back and I work for a while and then i like take a break and like check my retainers or whatever. And then I go back to work for a while and then I'll have two more meetings. And, and then I find that it's like six o'clock and I'm like still logged in and I'm like, but I put in my time today. I, Solved everything people asked of me today. There you go. So, so I've been doing some some the work from home thing is I'm I'm very very happy I can do it. Yeah, I feel because there's a lot of people who can't work from home, and um, I'm glad that I am able to work from home and and still remaining you know we're we're on we're on uh, track to turn over everything that we said we were going to turn over in this quarter so i can feel pretty proud of that even
1: though i'm not at work
0: yeah yeah it's
1: it now i'm this is not a takeaway for yours you you do impressive Mm -hmm. work i i'm speaking about myself with this next statement but there is a feeling when you work from home for those of for those of you work from home at least for myself that even some of those mediocre accomplishments feel like major accomplishments like got that email sent time to sit on the couch for an hour I'm now, like, I... I
0: checked in that program. I can go take a two-hour fishing break. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's terrible. It's... I got a lot done yesterday. I'm just going to check some emails. You know, yeah, I, I've I... been there. This week I'm having the... a better productive week. That's you... good.
1: That's good because yeah. I've got that morning meeting that ends right at 9.15 and I'm like, I got till about 10.30 before I have to like re-wiggle my mouse and start to really <laughs> think about <laughs> – I need to sit back down and really start to focus you know my 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 uh, uh I try to justify it by by going like well, if I was at the office I'd have been up at the coffee pot and I'd already taken a leak and i'd you know I'd be milling <laughs> yeah. around talking about you know the last night's baseball game or something you know mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got anything done anyway meanwhile, I'm like catching fish and where's my message in a bottle, and how's my <laughs> roses doing?
0: Oh, I feel yeah. No, I, and I have one week where I feel like I'm doing really good, and I have another week where I'm just like, I don't, I didn't hardly get anything done today. I miss, this is a tangent, but I miss not sitting next to the other programmer that I'm closest to on my team because we have cubes, like just a cube wall between us. I miss mm-hmm. being able to just pop over there and talking through things with him. I, you know. I, and I, and I, and he, and he does the same. He comes over and, you know, yeah, we can call each other on teams and stuff, but it, for some reason that seems like more of a intrusion, I guess. So I might like send an e- I did send an email to somebody yesterday. I'm like, can you just let me know? I was just, you know, trying to put a light of fire under his ass cause I was waiting on him, <laughs> but it's, it's challenging, but I, I feel grateful that I'm able to do it. Oh, and I'm going to download uh, Dead Space. Apparently, I was told I must play this game. Great game. So, maybe I'll Great. tell you in a couple weeks that I'm terrible at it, probably. <laughs> I'm terrified. All right. You can shoot the shit with us on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. Give us a comment. Tell us what you've been doing. First round is news. We have some epic news here. We got Moogle Treasure Trove, The Hunt for a Law. That oh is goodness. running right now until... Patch 5.3 comes out, which we do not have a date for, and we know that it was initially targeted, I believe, from mid-June, and they said they're pushing it back, but I don't think they've really... Oh, my God, cat on the keyboard.
1: Yeah, so they've... (laughs) While you're you're decatting your keyboard, uh, they originally said, you know, of course, we know it's going to be 5.3, but I think they originally... Let's do the timeline here, Yelta. Usually a Moogle treasure trove means it's going to be about four weeks or so until, until a patch. Then they said they were already like a month behind, and I read recently something about maybe an additional one to two weeks. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at when this came out May 18th and you want to add uh, two months and two weeks to that, you're kind of looking at probably a closer date. So that's like, oh my gosh. Uh, for, oh my gosh, that's, yeah, you're somewhere in the late July. I mean, are mm-hmm. we really gonna, we really gonna have to make it till late July before we, we see patch 5.3?
0: Well, I see people guessing that since this event came out, then we know that the patch is only four weeks away. But I'm like, what if it was already... ...in the game, and it just automatically turned on on May 18th, whether that's, or not.
1: I think that's right. closer to the truth. Like, what, really? Y'all doing a lot of work to turn on the Moogle treasure trove? In fact, I think they had it slated in the invisible roadmap that we get mm-hmm. now. There used to be roadmaps, folks. But but now, uh, in the Back roadmap in, in Yoshida's head, um, I believe that they had already slated for this to be 5.3 and had an expectation that in four weeks... There would be patch 5.3, but instead, now because of the the delays, um, they're just turning it on according to schedule, and the only thing that will be off schedule will be the launch of 5.3. So I think they're just keeping the original schedule as best as possible because it don't take shit to turn this on. What, you're just pulling out the old tombstones from way back when? And you're just setting what what you know how much you're gonna get per thing and what what the prizes are. So, you know this isn't my favorite content because it's just rehashed stuff. People like it because you get stuff that you can't get before. Like I'm sure this neckerchief and uh, Ixion. People are loving that Ixion is in this, and um, you know these are these are chance to get some some uh, mounts and burbs and all that other good stuff that you couldn't have got before. I think one of these Calca or Brenna is uh, was was difficult.
0: A very I might low have drop to get them because I have one of them, but not the other.
1: That's what I keep hearing everybody <clears throat> say: you get one, but you don't have the other, and it's very difficult to get um, to get one if for, because of the low drop rate. So people are using it for that. And again, Rival Wings has had a major insurgence. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Um, a surge uh, <laughs> that uh, uh, now that this has come about. So uh, play some Rival Wings, get some Hidden Gorge mm-hmm. in, and get you. To, Get you five tomes, and those matches last uh not very long they're and not super long no 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 and 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 start racking them up and and enjoy it while it's here.
0: People are running the arm veil over and over again and then complaining about it, and I'm like, guys, this event's going to be around for weeks right you don't there's no reason you have to. the last event I was leveling jobs I had so many tomes I I had there wasn't anything else I could buy that I didn't have Mm -hmm. I think I bought fireworks or something just to I don't know I mean yeah
1: you can go brain dead and just run praetorium over and over I, I don't feel like i got i got, I got bris- one of those
0: in me a day that's it
1: yeah i don't think you're getting <laughs> the right bang for your buck um no, for for no. that i think hidden gorge at five you know you could probably get four of those done in the time that you got a uh, uh, pretty well year. an
0: orborn is is seven that's not always terrible yeah yeah The lighthouse is six i mean that's not hard but yeah probably the easiest way is probably hidden gorge yeah let me see cutters cry that one's not hard I mean, there shouldn't be any complaints because we got a hell
1: of a long time
0: mm-hmm. for
1: this for this to happen. I I'm, I I I don't think anybody should complain about it. You know, running out of time to do it. I think it's I think it's lazy content, but it's lazy in the sense like they can just pump it out and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like it would be lazy content to me, like with the real meaning of like this is dumb and lazy for this small indie company to do this. I'm not mean, meaning that, but but it would. It's lazy content and you're just flipping a switch and kind of moving a few things around. This isn't, we're Picking rebuilding. A couple lists. Yeah. We're not rebuilding fights. We're not adding new music. It's not a big, it's not a huge deal. So I think this was pre programmed, pre scheduled, uh, similar to your point. It, it's just. It's just kind of throwaway content. It is nice that it gets people to do the old stuff again, but it's not some earth-shattering thing. So do not take this as a fleece to tell you it's going to be only four weeks away for patch 5.3. That, that is, That's not the takeaway from this.
0: I know a lot of the players in the, my alts free company are very excited because they haven't gotten to the point of like, Uh, Farming these birds and doggos, right? Yeah. So, so, so them, you know, the Ix and Clarion is like a huge deal. And I'm like, but people still do that. Fate, you know. The only thing I don't have on Yelta, I suppose, is the Neckerchief. So I'll probably get that. No, I take it back. The only other thing, and then I think the Kelker or the Brin are one of those. So I probably will help myself to, to those things. But I wouldn't be killing, if I, again, if I wasn't even a new player, I wouldn't be killing myself to get the stuff that isn't going away wouldn't be like, yeah if suffering. I was a new player
1: this should be natural for some new players because some of this content should be in the in the content that you're doing as a brand new player unless you you know skip some content or what have you but I, I think for the most part you can just run things as normal I don't, I don't think anybody should break their back to do this I, I don't like doing things with an obligation because it, it feels like um, it just takes the fun out of it Mm-hmm. Um like a you know, like doing some kind of crash diet or something like that. Like you can't make some something like a restrictive and like I have to do this every day. That it takes the fun of dailies away from me if i am like I have to do this every day. That's why I didn't buy turnips this week. <laughs> animal Crossing. I just was like I don't want to be obligated. I don't want to be bound by this I have to check prices twice a day mm-hmm. and do this thing, at least for a week. You know, I'm taking a vacation from that shit. So this should not be a type of content that's like we got to run this again, folks. we got to do – no, no, no. It's not like a weapon or a ultima fight or something. It's. I think take it slow. Take it casual. And I think these – I think they've gotten better with the yield per the type of content. I think the very yes. first one they had was just atrocious the way that they applied how many tomes that you got per the type of content that you were doing. They made some tweaks, but it was a little too late. Um, but now it's – now I think they're fine. I think they're great.
0: All right, and the next item is 10 things we learned from the creation of Final Fantasy XIV: Shadowbringers. A lot of these are going to sound similar because, or similar things you've read or heard from us even before, because a lot of it's just kind of their, they've, they've got these stories that they've shared with us a few times. Some of them are not new, but uh, it's a very. I did find it interesting. Uh, the video documentary was interesting. Uh, let's just start in here. I think, I think Ruby has a comment for every single one. So I'm going to read the number, I read the big bold stuff and then I'm just going to let Ruby talk.
1: I have some bullshit (laughs) for each one of them. It's not (laughs) like some some kind of, it's not like a scholarly, uh, oration. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, number one is the writers wanted to challenge basic assumptions of light and dark. That was like kind of the whole thing about like the first video, right? Was it wasn't light and dark isn't good and evil. It's, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's my here's my scholarly statements of this one. No, the the light and dark thing I think about when Uri Ange comes out and talks about like how, you know, we thought about light as goodness and activity and all this stuff and darkness was the, um, you know, the still of the night or whatever. But they really had that, that elemental property wrong that light being closer to ice and stillness was dormancy light is 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 uh, rest and dark is activity dark is where you know you got things pop off in the dark you know i mean i'm trying to get something <laughs> done in the dark not in the light i don't want you to see me so um, yeah, that's I I think that was a that was a neat turnaround and it, it I think it helped to realign those elemental properties. 14s was weird to me coming out of 11 because yeah. you knew what the elements were and then it was completely different when you got into 14. Not that the elements were different, but that the what beat what, the pa- the rock paper scissors yeah. were different in 14. And then it just seems kind of weird like you had this one triune of of elements and another one, and one is supposed to be umbral and astral, but it just really something felt disjointed. Like, why is why is thunder dark? Isn't that bright? Shouldn't it be light side? Or why is but then it now it feels right because it feels like those elements are active. Like electricity is an active element, so maybe yeah. Now I can see why something is umbral because it's more active. Ooh. Where ice is still and it's like you know and i may be wrong on those but but you can make a justification for how they would work and they did and it was a, it was a good lore reason so i think that i think it's cool it did turn the part of the lore that we've taken for granted for for years especially since we don't have elemental weaknesses in the game yeah. yeah um that we've taken advantage of of the elements um and flipped it on its head and made it relevant again
0: all right number 2 the first was heavily influenced by the real world this one's funny because we heard some of these uh these uh Stories before, like uh, on a business trip to Saudi Arabia, the team took the opportunity to to photograph the desert. And I know they've talked about uh, the Aruncan ruins were inspired by a uh, temple complex in Cambodia. And I know they've talked about, um, you know, pictures of clouds in different places and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So uh,
1: I just remember being bored at FanFest and seeing a panel about them taking pictures of clouds. the ground <laughs> and going – I don't care, but that's they've been telling us for at least two years plus that you know before way before Shadowbringer when we were at FanFest, they've been talking about you know how they how they get the the textures and what they go and they look at for stuff so it's pretty neat that they that they do that I'll I'll, I'll add an anecdote because I was watching some YouTube videos about some old gaming and I was watching stuff about Prince of Persia and how the creator was using rotoscoping for those kind of things and he had his little brother jump in a in their backyard um and he uh he took that and took pictures of it and then inverted the film and then drew over it with with white out and then took it to a photocopier and made some pictures out of it and finally got these black and white images frame by frame of his brother jumping which became the jumping animation within prince of persia so you get influence from the real world somehow some way you make mm-hmm. it you make it work
0: and and that's what
1: uh, that's what they did here
0: all right number three making the everlasting light look just right took effort and travel that was what covered in one of those videos too is how do you make the light flooded sky look cool and different in different zones and make how do you make light feel oppressive
1: mm-hmm. yeah i i think they they cover it well, maybe it's within the same one um uh, they talk about the – in number seven about sound. But I will say that uh, to me, one of the most oppressing things about the light was hearing the light. I know that it sounds funny, but when mm-hmm. played played Shadowbringers, you know what I mean. It's like this tinkling kind of sound and it just – and this kind of like this uh, – It's like a hum. Yeah, it's
0: got a really interesting
1: sound. It's kind of creepy. It's very creepy. It, and And it's hard to think – light is bad sometimes i mean we're force-fed through religion and other sources how light is good and dark is bad and angels and devils and so on and so forth and so you think of the sounds of the darkness you know creepiness but you never really think of the light having a disturbing sound but if you think about you know What would the creepiness of eternal light be like if you just got dropped in an eternal plane of light and you were walking like Squall Leonard at the end of Final Fantasy VIII or something? It's just this endless light and walking and nowhere to go. And what would that sound like? Well, probably Mm -hmm. like "Mm," this tinkling (laughs) sound. Good job.
0: All right, number four, when it comes to shadowbringers fashion, capes are in they've talked about this a lot too with the costume designs and stuff and how they've told us ages and ages ago no capes, right, mm-hmm. no capes, but then they instead of you know doing a you know what is it they like attached it to the hem of the what would be a a hem for if you were wearing a skirt, mm-hmm. they could kind of fake a cape,
1: yep, yeah. I mean, we've been hearing about it since Red Mage, so mm-hmm. it's not really new stuff. But yeah, um, I, I I dig capes. I think capes are great. So that's my comment. Capes are great.
0: Cape capes are great. Okay, okay. <laughs> Number five, the monsters were designed to emphasize the game's themes. So, which obviously, sin eaters and having a stark white coloring is like traditional representations of light. You know that kind of thing. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, they were all cool bosses. Um, I was talking to my wife earlier today about the ending of um, Shadowbrain. Not spoiling, of course, but like how Mm -hmm. uh, things have kind of evolved during her playthrough. And I was like, you're about to get to that good part. I mean, it's almost as good as that beginning where you see that that (laughs) chick turn and gets all nasty and drip, and She's like, ooh, it's like that. And I was like, no, it's not like gross so much like that as it is like intriguing like that. So – um, I mean, I guess there is some grossness with vaudry transforming mm-hmm. or some other things, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know, slime and all that. But but what I mean from that is that there's some really creepy designs, but yet they're still light based. It still goes back to that, like what does like an evil angel look like? We think of demons. Demons mm-hmm. are evil angels, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but not that. That's you think of an evil angel, so like the, how they suddenly have black wings and now they're dark and evil you know this dichotomy there where you know maybe maybe the angels ain't that good either maybe, <laughs> maybe angels ain't that great you ever think that your angel might be the one to to get you that's spooky let's write a movie that'd be a good one <laughs> no guardian angel is actually oh. like your guardian demon and it's the light that's getting you <laughs> i'm copywriting that you can't take it trademark okay
0: okay you take that all right, the Voidwalker boss was unwittingly designed as a mount. So, which mount are they talking about here?
1: What the one with the chains? I don't know.
0: I don't know the Voidwalker boss from Eden's Gate.
1: Oh, void the Voidwalker boss. That's the second one, right? The one that um, the one that uh is holding up. Uh, See,
0: and you Google Voidwalker, and all you get is Wow. Let me.
1: Let me... <laughs> I, the one is that's... The one that's holding up lips. uh, Yeah, uh,
0: that's what I thought it was. Sweet
1: lips. You know, the second fight on top of the. Oh, uh, that other just saying
0: is that they didn't actually mean to make it a mount. Oh, okay.
1: He thought it was going to be a mount. I see. He
0: thought it was supposed to be a mount.
1: But it probably makes sense because, like, thinking it was. Well, even though it says climb on top to ride, you know, there are some mounts that hold you like a claw, you know, and carry you along or some sort of unconventional, not riding on their back. I realize it says here, ride right on their back. But still, I could see maybe trying to design them. Uh, they say, hey, we're going to have this thing carry a character. And it's like, oh, well, shit, sure, yeah, let me make a new mount for that. And it's like, no, this is a boss. It's carrying an NPC. It's not like, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I thought that was a, That's a cool fight design. that was, And that was mm-hmm. that was neat. I still don't really get like, and I guess it'll be explained, maybe, maybe not. Like, I, I don't get why she was wearing that full suit of armor. Like, it seemed just like, I, att-
0: well, now we, she's have They never explained where she came from. I mean, I'm sure we'll get that. Why she was dressed like that. You know, she she, she really have not yeah, and I'm sure they'll get, we'll get that. But I, I'm surprised that they really haven't. Hadn't been really hinted a lot. It was no. just kind of
1: like, we're going to fix everything. And so that's why I thought it would be stretched out a lot longer. That's why originally I thought, oh, they'll save Shiva for like, the next and then they'll do that. And then they, they didn't, they just were like, let's get this elemental shit out of the way, which I guess makes sense with kind of closing up the chapters mm-hmm. before 5.3 for like some Shadowbringer stuff. So I, but I don't know Then we still got to see if this is, is this going to go into the first? Are they going to combine? Mm-hmm. I mean the 13th, um, avoid something. And there is, there's speculation out here and the game seems to, to point this direction And we've talked about this before. There's this weird feeling like are we going to get to keep the first after this? Like is this shit going away or is the Crystal Exarch dying or like Mm – what? something is not persisting. Like our our people are going to go home. I'm sure we're going to send all the Scions back. We got to keep the flagship mascots going. I don't really foresee them killing off – anybody. I've heard some blasphemy. Or splitting
0: them or something. I heard right? blasphemy. You heard blasphemy?
1: People wanting to kill Uri on Jay.
0: No! Down i decided that my elf is in love with him. Stop. Five.
1: <laughs> That's how dreadful. Um. <laughs> So anyway, no, um, but but something's got to give. Something's got to give, and there's a part of me that goes like, are we going to get to keep the first, or are they going to echo out the first like they did the other and be like, the first is gone. You didn't get to save it. It, it got fucked at the end, and there's nothing you can do when, when you do that. Or are they going to combine it with the 13th and say like We've, we're adding light and darkness and Reen and, and uh, Eden you know, powers combined and become Captain Planet? i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen but i feel like there's something cataclysmic that may still happen to the first that we mm. think that we got it going on it just seems weird to me like we fix it and then it's just like a new zone I well don't know. see but
0: you you can't do i feel like they can't just say fuck it because you they can't make it so you can't go back right
1: right yeah that's what weird, if you didn't, what like? if
0: you what if you didn't do all the beast tribe dailies over there right they can't just they can't cataclysm it.
1: Yeah, I know. It just seems, it seems weird. I, but I just feel like something's missing. And so that last thing would be like, are they killing the Crystal Exarch? And I, I know. know he he was going to die at the end and it didn't work out that way. And there's all this kind of ominous sort of thing. So it's like, are we actually going to heal the first? Is it going to fix everything? Are we going to get more lands on the first and it's going to expand but we lose the Crystal Exarch? Is it going to combine with something else and we get it? Plus there's a light and a dark side. Or we I don't know. I just feel like something – Something's out there. I don't know where I got that from from reading this Voidwalker shit. I guess it's about Eden, but you know, <laughs> yeah. like I just, I just feel like or guy. Well, this, I just the, next, like the
0: next the next set will be the third set, right? Which should wrap up that storyline, mm-hmm. right?
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. All right, number seven. Some of the sound requests were unconventional. So they've talked a bit about making a person into a sin eater and shocking transformations. What is it? They oh, the sound they wanted was pretty vomit. Hmm. Okay,
1: like a dainty vomit. I like. Yeah, I don't know.
0: it was kind of splashy. I don't remember. It didn't sound like horking. Just sounded like horking. <laughs>
1: oh god! <laughs> Been there. Oh. <laughs> Many horks in my life.
0: Oh my goodness! I don't know. I thought it was a terrifying sound. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if it was pretty.
1: The the visual didn't help. It was it no, was pretty
0: sick. and I had, and I had to do that that side of it first. I, I for me personally, I feel like the story flows better if you do Alizé's part first. Mm-hmm. I think that makes Althano's even more terrifying. But that's the first way I saw it. So, all right. Do you have any comments on beautiful puking? <laughs>
1: I feel like it'll give away my fetish if I do, Yalta, oh so we better God. move move forward.
0: <laughs> All right, number eight, the gremlin in the opening cinematic was voiced by a man hiding in a closet. So apparently Soken was having trouble coming up with the... Uh... Uh, no, somebody was trying to do... It was a junior member of his team, and they, they could not come up with the, apparently the gremlin voice. So Soken went home and took a hand recorder in his... Closet hmm. and discreetly tried to record what he thought a gr- gremlin sounded like. They modified it a bit, but oh, and it, we did modify the voice quite a bit, of course. But it's my colleague's voice that we used, okay? Yeah,
1: not the first cool. time, right? Didn't they? The uh-huh. Ravana was a coworker, like the English vo- vocals for Ravana was like some guy that worked in the office, and they were like, Hey, you've got a deep voice, melt mm-hmm. this out. And uh, there, there we go, Ravana's theme.
0: I think it's cool. Cool to try try different things. All <laughs> oh, right. The behavior of trust system NPCs is defined by their personalities. we knew this. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Alice will not let that uh, limit break get used by anyone but her. Mm-hmm. And Urianje may not heal you.
1: That's true. And he may die. That's <laughs> the way she's asked before.
0: Oh. Oh. Yeah. And Alice can use for a cure, but it's like she just. Really doesn't. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. All right, how did the near raid series come about? Thanks, steak and wine. We we've heard this story over and over again. That, yeah, yeah Yokutaru and and uh, let's see, whatever they they had they had wine and steak. Yeah, and Yoshida lured them with steak. He,
1: like, they're wh-
0: drunk. They don't remember what happened.
1: Oh, then they're done that too. And then I horked. <laughs> it wasn't pretty
0: vomit. Uh, was <laughs> that pretty, Bob. No, I did those get back. Very... I did Go get ahead. back into
1: some near Yelta. I went back oh, and I started you? playing, playing again on the uh, the the nine uh, playthrough, whatever. And I and mm-hmm. I hate it because he's so much weaker than. 2B.
0: I tried it again and then I uninstalled it. It's... I cannot. I'm not good at the hacking game, and part of it might because I use mouse and keyboard, not a controller. I feel like it's controller.
1: The hacking game is tough, and I'm, I'm on controller, good. and it's still tough. And so.
0: I'm like, no.
1: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta push a little more. But now, you know, now I got thimbleweed, so we'll we'll see. I, well, and, see I, I,
0: and I think I'm just gonna have to go watch somebody if there's like a video that Fair. explains all the endings. I'm sure there is, right?
1: Yeah, I'm sure, well, yeah, obviously, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. Because and know there's a lot of people who have theories about what's going on in 14, and I'm like, I, I, I kind of vaguely understand the world of near a bit. But not, I, yeah. There's a lot of people getting more stuff out of, you know, theorizing and stuff. I don't know. All right, that was it for those. If you haven't watched those videos and checked them out, they're they're pretty good. I, I enjoyed them. They got some uh, neat little stories and and such. All right, then we have a uh, article from Twinfinite Square Enix expects higher profits thanks to Final Fantasy 14 and more, despite Final Fantasy VII Remake Delay. I didn't read this. <laughs> I did.
1: And there's stats, but we're not going to go through all the statistics of, uh, of what happened. But basically, uh, if you look at the uh, the, the recent uh, financial forecast, the company expected net sales to be 3.5% lower than previously predicted due to the delay of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it shifted the game's release out of the fiscal year and into the next now that would be um, like oh shit they made 3.5 lower than predicted that would be scary but that's that's without seven coming out to make up the gap for the covid stuff so what this did, what this means is that uh, Final Fantasy 14 is the goat carrying this company on its strong back uh, mm-hmm. made these profits. FourSquare, Enix, so that even with seven being in quarter two, um, it still was uh, quarter one was still great, um, and uh, or the fast fiscal year was great. I mean, um, even moving moving the, uh, the remake into the next year, everything is still gravy, baby, because Final Fantasy fourteen is raking in so much dough. Thank you, Cash Shop. You're doing a hell of a job, and then I guess also the mobile game Dragon Quest Walk, which I know nothing about, so I'm going to click it here. It's probably super cute and makes you exercise, and you get to see slimes all day. I bet that's adorable, (laughs) but it seems like it's a Japanese-only deal because there's not a Western release. So, um, you know, I would appreciate that. It might it might pull me away from Pokemon Go permanently if I knew I was like fighting. Dragon Quest enemies every time I walked instead of catching Pokemon. They're both cute, but, like, man, I could – I'd like to do that. I think that would be pretty neat if I could get, like, metal slimes and stuff if I walked so many, mm-hmm. so many feet or something. So anyway, that's what this article was all about, that 14 and apparently a little bit of mobile gaming has kept Square Enix afloat with only a 3.5% lower than previously predicted uh, net sales. And even with Final Fantasy VII remake being pushed into April, which everybody's still loving, I think Seven Remake was a good deal. I'm not going to spoil Seven Remake, but I did end up watching a lot of it when it was first uh, when it first released. A lot of streamers are doing it, and I watched the ending. And I think Final Fantasy VII is still relevant. I think that the way mm-hmm. they're going with this is Final Fantasy VII will always retain relevance. I think it adds more relevance to um, to that, that abysmal movie that I can't stand, Advent Children. <laughs> and okay. um, I just thought that was terrible. I'm sorry, but Seven to me was amazing. It, 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 I had a lot of Seven hate at one time. I had a lot of Seven hate and I for, had forgotten that I had Seven love when Seven came out. I forgot how much I loved Seven. And, and thought highly of it and had the Brady Guide and all kinds of stuff. With, it was eaten up with Seven for quite a time until they really started pushing like, hey, Advent Children. Hey, Dirge of Cerebus. Hey, you know mm-hmm. – uh, before crisis hey it's like stop 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 crisis core i i called it the abcd they had to do final fantasy 7 abc and d advent children before before crisis crisis core and dirge of service they had to do all these damn games and i called it a cash grab and then when um Female Cloud came out, Final Fantasy Thirteen. It was another cash grab because they completely butchered that whole Fabula, Novala, Crystallis thingy and just forced lightning down our throats. And then she's selling Prada bags or whatever the fuck, Louis Vuitton. I was so sick of lightning. But I had that same feeling that I have for lightning till this day. Uh, for Cloud for a while because of how Square Enix just pushed Seven down our throats. And it was really post um, – what was the failed movie? The the Final Fantasy uh, movie that was just it, it failed horribly right after Final Fantasy I don't eight. Remember? It made, me, uh, it, it made me so sad that that movie failed, and and um, it was bad. But it but it, it took down I think I think it, it took Square Enix down a notch, and then I think they were like, we got to go with the sure bet. We're going to put Cloud out there. And they just jammed that buster sword right down my throat. And I was just sick of it. I didn't want to see Cloud's spiky ass anywhere. Um, and then so when the remake came out, I was like, man, are y'all cash grabbing again? Y'all really trying to put – Push cloud down my throat another time. Well, I watched it. It makes seven relevant. It may kind of retcon fix anything that I'd like to see about Advent Children. Maybe it fixes all that other stuff. And I think it. it I think it adds a layer that uh, could be there. Could could be could be worthwhile. Plus, the combat looks cool, and I, I, it, it's a beautiful game. It just looks beautiful. So, I never hate seven. I hate what Square Enix did to seven. Um, but I think for for me, it might be a redemption arc. <laughs> that was a long tangent out of just this, this article about thirty <laughs> percent drop and, and whatever. That
0: is all right. There
1: was something else in here that was talking about the um, – oh, it was something about the 5.3 stuff and, and that's where I, I was kind of going down the rabbit hole after I read this article earlier today. And it was talking about five point three, and it was talking. I think there was maybe another link after this where they were talking about the delays. He was saying all the good stuff that's coming in five point three, but that um, it was delayed, and that it was possibly de- delayed um, f- another two weeks post that. And that's where I was trying to get my math together about like four weeks after after the Moogle uh, the, the the Tome Trove thing, and then. Another month after that, and possibly another week to two weeks after that, and that's just a, that's a long time to wait for five point three. But yeah. if the if the drought is now, and it blows, we said this before. If the drought is now, and it sucks that we don't have an ultimate or a, mm-hmm. or a new dungeon or a deep dungeon or anything to take that spot because it's just that weird timing. At least we know that there is stuff coming. At least we know that things when we get into five four and five five. We're going to have some longevity and stuff to, to really stretch us. We're still going to have some relic stuff coming across the horizon. So maybe the vast wasteland that we predict usually is the case at the end of a, of an expansion. We're living it now, folks. This is the vast wasteland.
0: This, this is it's a new and improved vast wasteland. <laughs> it's
1: just early. It's just a little, oh, a little early. Goodness.
0: Oh, man. All right. Okay, then we have a reminder. Um... Uh, I just I just posted our tweet in here. We're just going to remind you that we're going to be on State of the Realm with Mister Happy, and Sly Fox on May twenty sixth at Twitch Mister Happy one two two seven, and we are super excited. Um, I think we'll we'll get out the time as Ruby said earlier here eventually, and uh, make sure everybody who wants to watch can check it out.
1: I I do think that it's it's somewhat around four p.m. PDT. Now, that that was like the time that the Ooh. state of the realm with uh, the shit podcast was was going. So maybe it's a flexible thing depending on their schedule or our schedule. But um, I think that's typically the case. Whenever they normally come on, that's when that's we'll, be, we'll on. be on. And of course yeah. there will be a VOD and we'll link it on the website and stuff once it's over with and, uh, and uh, you'll be able to uh, uh, hear us with them and it will be good to do that again.
0: Alright, then we do have, uh, let's take some shots. This one, <laughs> as someone who was, was a sprout again for a long while, this was, uh, kind of, uh, terrifying to see. Uh, I'm just gonna read it. This was posted, uh, six hours ago on the Reddit, the subreddit, FFXIV. And, uh, let's see. It's posted by PLD on Lamia. If you're this kind of mentor, why? I logged on this morning as a returning player since 2013 to get grinding in the Shadowbringers storyline and reach the endgame. And for hours, two Sprouts and two Mentors filled the Novice Network chat with the most obnoxious talk, comparing their breast sizes, how they would gang-rape one of the Sprouts, whether a UTI or gonorrhea feels worse. Orgies, ooh, mcoat girls are so kawaii des How <laughs> It's hard to read this out loud. Mm-hmm. How much of a small bean they are, how they would bang Matt Mercer from Sierra, I don't know who that is. Uh, how uh-huh. submissive they are in bed. Uh how they want to marry the previously mentioned sprout, ERP and yelling at each other about how it's burb not bird and kato not cat repeatedly told to stop, but persisted and antagonized anyone who called them out, misconstrued their words, and then continued nonetheless as mentors white knighted over them. One other girl asked them kindly to take it to a link shell or something and was told to leave the novice network. It's fine to talk candidly in the novice network, but explaining in excruciating detail about their sexual histories is too far. It was actually the biggest echo chamber of cringe I've ever seen. What would you do in this situation? Uh, I do what I always do, which is copy, paste, and report. That's what Mm. I do. And if you have the power in the novice network to kick kick people, then start kicking people. I mean, I'd rather just report because you can get like in trouble for a bad kick or something.
1: Right. And your strategy just your strategy slightly differs from mine. I typically pour bleach in my eyes when I see (laughs) this kind of shit. No, I report. It makes me want to die. It makes me want to die. In fact, when I read
0: let the GMs handle it.
1: When I read this, the thing that the thing that got me, I think it made me laugh the most about anything in this was the whole Matt Mercer thing. (laughs)
0: How they would I don't bang. know
1: who that is. Uh, he he's basically the voice of um, of McCree from Overwatch, and he runs Critical Role. He's the the GM or DM. In Critical oh no! Role. I, okay,
0: I just looked at a picture. I'm yeah, a, you, I know you know who, who is. he is. You
1: know who he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and I was just like, how how does this happen? You know, we I've seen some bad, novice Network. In fact, I had to look and see if this was on Excalibur and see if there was somebody from our <laughs> right. free company that right? was mentioned uh. in it. <clears throat> you know who you are, and. I was you know no, what you did You know what you did to those Lollapalooza Uh I I fully expected to see uh that that in here and I was one pleasantly surprised that that his name wasn't in here. But secondly, that like this is just crazy. Like the gang R word uh
0: like are you That should serious? have been I would have instant reported that.
1: Are you serious? Nope. Uh, no 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 that's not where it's about and it's not about politics either I don't care what color hat you wear that's not the place for the novice network um religion's not a place don't talk about you know your religion in the novice network I don't think it's i, I I'm not trying to be like you can't talk about whatever i mean you can talk about whatever there are consequences to talking about you know touchy subjects and, and crossing the wrong lines uh in novice network and I'm not the arbiter you're not gonna see me be the one that passes it down, but we all know what the TOS says, and there are times that that TOS turns gray. It's not as black and white as you think it is. When uh, it, it it may be about you. You know, we've all seen the stuff about like, well, I was using the in-game emotes and I only patted that Lolafel's head thirty thousand times in, uh-huh. in uh, Limbs of Lament, so how come I'm in jail for two days or something? You know, it's like, well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's against TOS to bother people or whatever it says. And, and you felt enough in that gray that they felt the need to do something. You can whine as much as you want like Karen at Costco, but it's just not going to work. So <laughs> you have to leave the store, ma'am. You're not wearing a mask.
0: Oh, Because I've seen – I mean, we've seen some shit in our years of playing MMOs. But I just can't believe that this went on for two. I mean, I can believe it because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and different people have different levels of tolerance for sexy talk. Because I mean, you, I could see someone just saying "I'd bang Matt Mercer from Critical Role," but that usually I'm sure I've
1: said i you will know... bang Matt Mercer from <laughs> Critical Role," but like I'm not talking about it for two hours in the in the in the novice now.
0: No, no, I just i have talking seen, about I've it seen... for two
1: hours, sitting next to my wife, watching Critical Role. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well that's the right place that's the there's a time and a place for every discussion. I do appreciate that someone asked kindly, you know, could you take it to you know in fact the new free company I'm in on my alt, somebody decided that some of the chat was getting a little bit Hey, even that not even that adult, but it was it was kind of on the edge of becoming adult. So someone's like, Can we take that talk? What is that? Uh, is it? that
1: like second base? Like what is what's I the don't edge? know. Is it like getting a handful, or like what? Well, I don't, I was, know. I was, I don't okay. know.
0: I don't know, but it was you know it wasn't like getting like R rated even, sure. but it, you know. But I think they just got warned off. So someone, and I not, I, I, I can't remember if I suggest a couple of us suggested we're like we should just have a separate link shell for that, and immediately some of us were added to the sinners link shell. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, there's you know, if, you, I I feel like you should keep, and, and then like and then like yesterday. The free company had a lot of like political talk and I almost typed in there, can we not? I play Final Fantasy fourteen to not think about that right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you can't I'm not trying to say what you can't do. I'm just saying it might not be for public consumption. And the novice network we should be all showing our best kindest face. And I don't it's not really a place I don't think It's not a 4chan
1: message board. I I just think people get on there and they troll on purpose. Like I'm going to – they'll say something political or they'll say something about a community or something and it skirts a line. It's not outright something phobic but it's just like it skirts a line somewhere and it's basically bait. But it's not a 4chan message board. You don't have to try to bait people. It's not Twitter. It's not something that you're trying to get into a political discussion or, or a lifestyle discussion with. It's just not the place for it because there's new people that are depending on that to ask a question about how do I get my chocobo. And, I, and honestly, the answer to every question is play the story. I think they could get rid of the novice network and just tell, just have an automated bot that says just continue the story. <laughs> And you'll figure it out. Though there is a need for the novice network, but th- this is not the this is not this type of discussion that needs to happen. It's not the there.
0: appropriate. We know where the appropriate place, and it's Limsa.
1: Absolutely, it is right there. After <laughs> no, you pour it in, don't. right next to the bard that's playing I, the harp, playing the terrible Zelda music. You stand next to them and, and type this shit out and, and yell. It's
0: just, it's just kind of wow. Honestly, it's just kind of wow. All right, and and the replies were much. The first, the highest ranked reply, I think, is kind of like the same thing I said. Just report them. Yeah. Yeah. So good to know we're still pissing each other off in this great vast prison.
1: I mean, it only <laughs> takes delaying somebody three minutes in a dungeon to uh, to
0: have someone be like, "Fucking let me out of here!" A
1: suboptimal piece of shit.
0: <laughs> All right. I think that's about it. I think let's do last call. We're going to remind you again. We're going to stay in the realm.
1: Come <laughs> watch. Come State watch it. of the realm. I'm, so very
0: ex- I'm very excited to be on it. No, I- it's I- going to love- be good. It's going to be yeah. fantastic. All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to stay home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxcv.com. While you're there, leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Personal plugs, Ruby.
1: Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you.